What's up, guys? Kevin Allen here, aka The Geek from DFS Army, and this is your FanDuel NFL Week 10 first look, where we go through all the salaries for all the different position groups, see who's popping, take a look at all the games, see what matchups to target, and then we'll put together a first look lineup, which probably will change over the course of the week, but this will be our first reaction to the NFL Week 10 slate. And um, as always, actually, I want to quickly, before we get into all of that breakdown, just Send out some congrats to a couple of really good DFS Army wins that I was really impressed by. This one in particular, um, this is the Minimax. So understand this is a 50-cent entry. No nays, takes first place. Big CJ Stroud stack, which was something we were talking about a lot last week. And of course, Asian Beer Man coming in with third place. So you don't see this every day. First place and third place in one of the biggest contests that DraftKings puts out. Of course, if this is the Millie Maker, you'd be hearing all about it. First place, third place. But... You know, it's the mini max 50 cents into 10k, 50 cents into 4k. Congrats, guys. And of course, your humble host here. Um, also took first and third in a contest this week, a little DraftKings tears action. Um, so that was fun. And again, um, being high on CJ Stroud definitely helped out last week, first and third. And uh, congrats to Blarch here taking fourth place as well. There were tons of big DFS Army wins. This past weekend, um, too many to really show on screen, but those two, because I love multiple helmets, helmet after helmet in that top 10. So I wanted to show it here and let you guys know that we are still going strong for the rest of this NFL season. We got NBA going on, everything you want going on. Uh, get signed up at DFS Army, promo code GEEK gets you in there, access to the optimizer and all of our tools. All right, so... Let's take a look at the game tiles over here on the uh, DFS Army Domination Station Optimizer. And this kind of gives you an idea of which games to look at, which games to target, and why. So let, let's take a quick look here. And you'll see that um, right, right here in the bottom bar are the game totals. And you have your team totals up here. So these are the projected teams. And we, we want high projected team totals in, in games to target this week. That's how we do it. So here we got Cleveland at... Uh, Ravens, no good. 37. Oh, red. Stay away, right? We got San Francisco at the Jaguars. This one's interesting with um, both teams carrying some, you know, some interest here. The home underdog acceptable spot uh, passing game has worked against San Francisco this year. And of course, the road 49ers, although they're a pretty complete team right now. So, you know, you don't have that cheat code where you play their pass catchers when one of them's injured. Uh, I believe Debo will be back. So we'll see about that. Another game I think um, that will be very fun to target here is the Texans at the Bengals. Of course, the Texans did what they did last week. CJ Strizzles, you know, showing himself to be an elite potential quarterback, already being discussed as QB5 in dynasty settings. What? Oh, my gosh, right? Uh, sucks if you took Bryce Young ahead of him in your dynasty draft. Oh, well. But um, this game looks really good. I love the Bengals side of it at home. I think the Texans can make a game of it. So this one's exciting. We're going to target it. 46 and a half point total looks good. Um, here's another bad one. Packers, ugh. Packers, Steelers, gross. Titans, Bucks. You know, the <laughs> normally this is a hell no, right? Except, you know, Will Levis is there. Maybe he'll be super cheap. So this might, this Titan side might present some interest here. Um, this is the same matchup that CJ Stroud blew up in last week because it's tough to run on the, Bucks, so usually I have to throw the football. So I'm going to keep Will Levis in the back of my mind, but an 18.5-point team total is almost insurmountably bad. Saints at the Vikings. Again, Josh Dobbs, if I need a cheap QB, maybe. But, of course, again, not a, not a standout spot, but just more of a 
we're going to need to pick someone that's not maybe in these elite games. So that'll be it. As you'll see with the, the way FanDuel priced the QBs this week, it's kind of jerky, actually. I, mean, I don't appreciate it. Just some little jerky. Which basically, all the all the QBs that you'd want are all priced like around 8K. They didn't even differentiate between them. So it's good and bad in some ways. And we'll we'll talk about that as we go through the position groups. But yeah, Josh Dobbs is okay, I guess. Um, Here's probably the game of the week here. You've got the Vikings at the Chargers. These are just two great offensive teams. The 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 Lions. Did I say Vikings? <laughs> the Lions at the Chargers. I do this stuff live. There's no edits here. We go right through. So I don't need the comment. I actually, I want your comments, but you don't have to remind me. Hey, you said the Vikings. Although I know you guys love to do that. So keep them coming. Um, Lions at the Chargers here. 48 and a half point total. This is the game to target. Herbert. Goff. Allen, Eckler, Amin-Ra, maybe Jameer Gibbs, the best play on this entire slate. So let's keep this one in mind. This is one of the games to target, the game of the week, really. Next, we've got the Falcons at the Cardinals. And, and I have to say here, I'm a little surprised at the total being this high. I don't like either side of this game. Um, I, I don't expect, I don't expect Ky Kyler Murray will be back this week. I guess... I'm I'm taking an interest, but I don't expect much in his first game back. But I'm taking an interest. Let's 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 put it there. I'm interested. So we'll take a look at that salary and maybe keep Marquise Brown in our in our thoughts and hopes. And maybe a running back from the Cardinals will emerge somehow. We'll see. Um Washington at Seattle here. Um, so Washington has been a good team to target with. Uh, passing offenses against Seattle with a 25 and three quarter point team total looks interesting. I don't normally like to play Gino and I don't really like to play the pass catchers from Seattle, but I guess they have to be in the mix this week. So we'll keep them in mind again. And finally a horror show, the giants with just j dead in the water, 11 point team total, the lowest I've seen ever. Cowboys defense looks primed to put up a 20, maybe a 25-pointer in this game. So let's see where, where they are. DraftKings priced them at about the highest you're ever going to see a defense. So let's see if let's see if FanDuel broke the 5K rule and went above 5K with a defense. I don't think so. I feel like they'll 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 stick to the rule, but we'll see when we take a look here. So let's jump over to the FanDuel pricing. And I want to see, I want to show you what I talked about here um, with the salaries of the QB position. And it's funny because some of these guys are really bad plays, but um, just starting up at the top. So they've got uh, Justin Herbert as the highest priced quarterback on the slate. Again, his production does not really justify being quote unquote, the highest priced guy. Um, he, you know, hasn't been great this year. There's a lot of injuries at the wide receiver position for the chargers. So, you know, he's definitely in my mix, but just keep in mind that he's priced really high. Lamar Jackson is not somebody I'm going to. It's going to be hard to have interest in Lamar here at 8,300. Again, it's a it's a high price. I don't love this game. Cleveland, a good defense. Cleveland, not a great offense. I could just see this game being gross and low scoring. So this one is not going to be at the top of my uh, I'm interested in using him list at all. Um, I do like Joe Burrow at home against Houston. 8,200, whatevs, you know. Let's see. It, you have to almost ignore the price because they're all priced around the same level. But Joe Burrow is definitely something I'm excited. Someone I'm excited to use this week. So we will absolutely be keeping him 
in our thoughts here on the first look. I'm going to actually plug him in there. I, I, I do think Burrow is my favorite quarterback this week. Um, Dak Prescott at home against the dead Giants team. So let me give a lesson in what not to do in DFS. And what not to do is you don't really want to target this style of game. It's not unless the, the unless the coaching staff for the Cowboys is like, we want to style out there and just kind of get out there and put up a lot of points and just make the Giants look bad. And of course, that could happen. But more likely than not is they're going to take a big lead early. The defense will probably score or put the team in position to hand the running back uh, some some easy scores. And again, no one likes Pollard, but I'm hoping he's priced down significantly here on FanDuel one more time. We're going to go all in on him. Let's see. I got, I got to check. I got to check. Give me a cheap Pollard, guys. 7,800. Oh, no. <laughs> FanDuel's so good at pricing the players right now, by the way. I got a kudos to FanDuel. They've really adjusted how they price players really well. So we're not giving a bargain on, on Pollard, but we're still interested in him. But it's not a good spot for Dak. Jared Goff is in a good spot um, here. Of course, they can lean heavy on the run, but um, no team has allowed more fantasy points to opposing QBs except for the Monday night game against Zach Milson because he sucks. But no team has allowed more fantasy points to opposing QBs than the Chargers have. So again, Jared Goff, playable, but at 8K, that is a lot of salary to give for a player in Jared Goff who, yeah, I mean, he has one kind of good game this year, but for the most part is not generally a QB that's putting up monster Number so we'll see about him. Uh, CJ Shroud, the other side of that Bengals game, yes, yes, please. I love that too. I almost want to switch it now. I'm gonna favor Burrow because he's the home quarterback. Let me let me uh, let's let me I'm blocking the screen here. Let me let me move myself over, but I'm gonna favor Burrow because he's a home quarterback. The, the team is favored and all of that, and that usually leads to uh, better outcomes. But Stroud is absolutely in the mix as well, he's so hot right now. He's so hot. The team, nice weapons. Everything's going well for Houston. And they don't run very well. So they don't run the football that much. So in a competitive game, he's just going to be throwing the whole time. I, I, I like the situation for CJ Stroud. Absolutely could pluck him in, pop him in right there as well. No problem. Um, all right. So now that we get past sort of the, those are all the QBs from the standout game. So we'll just talk through some of the rest of these guys and see if there's anybody that sparks um, an interest nugget. Um, Kyler Murray, you know, at 7,500 starting first game back, probably going to be rusty. Um, it's not the best spot. I doubt he's going to be running around a ton coming off the injury, but I could be wrong there. I don't know. Uh, but normally players coming off an ACL, they're just maybe a little hesitant. Hard to say. It's more of a GPP only situation. I, I, you know, you've got Hollywood Brown there. Now there's the uh, the tight end. I can't remember his name, but uh, there's a tight end. What the hell's the tight end's name over there? The one that's popping, Trey McBride. Yeah, um, Trey McBride is there as well. So uh, yeah, I'm, I got some interest in Kyler, but really just more tournament upside kind of interest. Uh, Brock Purdy's another one. I, listen, this is a fine spot on the road at Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, so are they going to probably lean heavy on the run? Sure, that's what they do. But um, this is one of those spots where, especially if Jacksonville can put up a game, I think Purdy can you know, pop off based on the 7,400 salary. So he'll be in my mix um, a little bit. Josh Dobbs, wow. Wow, what he did last week. I just, you know, kudos. All I keep thinking about with Josh Dobbs is the Vikings made one phone call 
when their QB got hurt and brought in Dobbs. No problem. Gave up almost nothing. The Jets, who have a team built to win now, didn't make a call, and they have Zach Wilson at the quarterback position. Josh Dobbs is way better of a quarterback. He gives you so much more of a chance to win than Zach Wilson. It's crazy. Um, do I want to play him here at 7,300? I don't know. Um, Sam Howell on the road at Seattle. You know, it's a less good spot than what we've seen, but I, I don't think he's out of the question. Watson, no. Um, Lawrence, I don't really see this one as like a standout spot. I don't know who's starting here for Atlanta, and I, I don't know that it matters that much. They all kind of suck. So um, the, the only other QB, uh, I guess I'll give these two guys a little bit of a nod. Geno Smith, again, in the elite QB matchup. That happens when you play Washington. And Geno's been terrible this year, but hey, you never know. What is that an NBC commercial? Hey, you never know. No, was that a thing? I don't know. Um, the other one is Will Levis here. Again, these are just kind of like your Millie Maker type crazy, silly plays. Will Levis, you know, against Tampa, that's the same matchup that last week produced a, a smash game for Stroud. So why not? Um, that's about it for the QB position. I'm going to leave Burrow plugged in here. But again, a nod to Stroud and a nod to Goffin and, and a nod to Herbert. Any one of these guys really slides in perfectly, but I'm, I'm just going to go with uh, JB. All right, let's switch gears and take a look at the running back position for NFL Week 10. And um, we'll just kind of go through some of these names and and get a sense of you know how we want to attack this slate. So um, at the top, of course, Christian McCaffrey, 10-5. What a price point. It's tough to play him. But Christian McCaffrey is consistent, getting you like 25 points, which on FanDuel is almost enough to make value even off a 10K salary. Right, FanDuel, we're looking for 3X salary, and you want to favor running backs that score a lot of touchdowns. Uh, th this situation is perfect for Christian McCaffrey. He's probably going to get you 25 fantasy points here. Can we afford him in our lineup? It's going to be tough, right? It's going to be tough to pay 10-5 for any kind of player. So, of course, I love Christian McCaffrey, but I'm just bearing in mind that that is a uh, a very restrictive price that that will not allow you to do a whole lot more with your lineup. So, keep it in mind. If there was like if there were some super bargains this week, then we can make it work. I think that's a later in the week thing. For now, in the purpose of this lineup, the rest of the lineup is going to look so bad if I play him. I don't want to do it. So I'm going to leave him off here. Um, Austin Eckler, um, yeah, that's fine at 9K. But again, I'd, I'd rather play McCaffrey for quite a bit more. Um, Kamara is fine too, but I'm kind of souring on Kamara a little bit at this price point, especially on FanDuel where the PPR upside isn't as great. And especially in this kind of a matchup that just doesn't really stand out for me. So I didn't play a lot of Kamara last week, and I probably won't have a ton of him this week either uh, ETN in a rough spot facing San Francisco run defense. He's expensive. Um, I don't really like that. What I do like is Jameer Gibbs 8,200 again, acceptable price um, enough savings over McCaffrey to make it um, viable. As long as Montgomery is out, I'm trying to get some Jameer Gibbs in my lineup this week. I love this matchup. So um, let's plug him in as the first RB on this one. Um, Tennessee at Tampa. Yeah, no, I don't want I don't want Henry. Uh, Tony Pollard. Again, I talk about Tony Pollard. Man, he has been the ruiner of lineups all season long. I admit it. He has been destroying. I have a season long team where I took him early and it is not doing well. It is not doing well at all. But 
If ever there was a spot on paper where Tony Pollard is going to shine, I have a hard time believing that this man will not get a touchdown or two in this game. It's going to happen. So, I don't know. But it's going to happen. Let's see what the story is with Montgomery. Expected back week 10. Great. That ruins Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> so, there goes that. If Montgomery is back, I want to be very clear. Gibbs still playable, but not at this price. Like, it, it ruins Gibbs. So, that's a bummer. And I literally just saw that in real time. Expected back. So, that's not good. Um, I don't mind plugging in Tony Pollard here. I'm going to go through the rest of this position group. Let's see if we can find someone else that that at least stands out a little bit. But I don't mind Pollard. Joe Mixon is not somebody I play in DFS. Um, he has every reason to be putting up good numbers. And it never seems to happen. So but when I say this, he has every reason to have good games. He's getting, an, he's getting all the carries. He's getting the targets. He's doing the things that you want your running back to do. But yet, it just doesn't happen. Part of it is he's not scoring touchdowns. Um, he will be in my tournament mix once again, especially on Fanduel, but just, just out of necessity. But it feels gross, and I don't like it. Let's see who else is available here. Um, so we got Barkley in a horrible situation. I'm not interested there. Kenny Walker at 7,300 is very much viable on this slate. Um, again, Seattle, big favorites in this game. That is the type of game flow that favors the running back position. So that's fine. They're heavy favorites. can score a bunch of times. Yes, Washington is an easier team to score with via the pass than the run. Effectively better versus the run than the pass. But I don't think it matters that much. I really don't. It doesn't matter. Walker's going to be in the game in goal line situations. He will have his opportunities. Will he get those touchdowns? That's all that matters. And he's got a high likelihood of getting one or two in this type of a matchup. So I'm going to click that button for Kenny Dubs over here, um, but still go through the rest of this position group. There's a few other, um, what I would call very viable running back spots. So Rashad White, sure, why not? Um, yeah. Yeah, he's been doing it the last couple of weeks. He's basically almost like a mirror image of Joe Mixon in terms of like the team uses him a ton, but he hadn't been doing much. And then all of a sudden, some of that usage, finally, some of that natural variance flowed the other way last week and, and, and White started producing. That could continue here. It's a good spot for him. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr., um, 6,900. It's probably a little much for him. Uh, Aaron Jones, I have to say, they used, a, you know, looks healthy. Uh, got a lot of use last week and certainly is in the tournament mix um, here. Again, Gus Edwards. Like we talked about Gus Edwards a couple weeks ago. If you watched the video, he put up three touchdowns. That was a spectacular week for us on FanDuel in particular. Um, he still scores touchdowns, but this is not a great matchup. Bijan is almost to the point of dead to me. No, not really. Like, I like the guy. But that coach is such a jerk. He's just, Bijan is nowhere to be found. Arthur Smith, fantasy football people to Arthur Smith. Sir, you're ruining this player. Please put him in on the goal line. Please put him in in scoring situations. Please give this man some volume. Enough is enough. Sick of it. Bijan could still be great. But the way he's being used, the way he comes out of the game anywhere, anytime they're within the 10-yard line, is not a good scene at all. So for now, I'm going to you know, just say, buyer beware. Um, Jerome Ford, uh, this is another guy. I really like Jerome Ford. This is not a good matchup. So going to have to kind of pass on it. 
but Ford got all the carries last week. He is the this trade for him in your season long league. He should be easy to trade for. This is the kind of I got to go to my season long teams try to get Ford on my squad. He's going to have a great rest of the season. This could be a good game for him, um, but you know the matchup's not the best. Madison at home. Not bad. Not a bad play at all. There's no backup for Madison now, so he will get all of the carries. That didn't necessarily lead to great things, and the Saints are a pretty good run defense, but he's in the mix this week. At this price, you, you can't just ignore him. One of the players I've been trying to look for is who is, quote-unquote, the running back for Arizona. Sitting in Mercado missed the first game of his career, so I don't know if he's going to play this week. If um, Di Mercado doesn't play, I believe Keontae Ingram did he get the carries? I mean, he got the carries, but it looked really gross, of course, against Cleveland last week. I got to see if anybody else, we'll see when when uh, a lot of the stats come out for this week, if anybody else um, got carries for Arizona. Let me check it here. We'll do this in real time. Like, research. Did anyone else get carries for Arizona last week? Was it Tony Jones Jr.? Did they actually put him in the game? Um, yeah. I mean, he got a couple of carries, a couple of targets, so... He did get in the game. Um, I know that Keontae is the guy they like more, and this is not a bad matchup for the running game. So, you know, I need a $5,500 running back. Uh, we'll keep him in mind this week. Um, I do like to go three running back on FanDuel most weeks. So we're going to leave that flex spot open here and see what we can figure out at the end of this build. I'm going along with the FanDuel build this week. I'm uh hope you guys enjoy a little more analysis happening on screen. And hopefully you like that kind of format. Let me know in the comments below. And also remember to hit the like button and more importantly, subscribe to the DFS Army channel here, the YouTube channel. We are pumping out DFS content, pumping out winners. I get DMs constantly from you guys on Twitter at FFootballGeek or right here in YouTube. I watch the video, I watch your stuff, killed it. I've never done so well. I love those those I love those emails. I love those DMs. Keep them coming. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to help you help the regular Joes compete on a level playing field with DFS pros. That was why DFS Army was founded. Every tool that we've built builds to that. And that's why when we show our screenshots, when we show our winners, we're showing you our subscribers. Multiple million dollar winners from our subscribers. Not from pros that we hire to come in like other sites do and, you know, win contests using their their uh, avatar or something like that. That's what a lot of the sites do. You recognize it. You know who they are and you know that they're doing that. Their members don't win. That's the difference between DFS Army and other sites. We have training that we do every week, how to use the optimizer, how to properly set it up. These are all things that go on for DFS Army subscribers and VIPs. It allows you to compete on a level playing field with DFS Pro. So make sure you get signed up to DFS Army if you want to level up your DFS game. Okay, let's take a look at the... the. I'm just going to plug in Dallas here because I just want to pay up for this crazy um, spot for a defense this week. I'm going to do it. You'll never see me do that normally in one of these videos, but I'm doing it. They did break the 5K barrier for Dallas Cowboys here at 5,200, but they didn't put it up that high. So from there, I want to kind of go through the rest of the uh, defense group. Just, just pick out a couple spots that might also be interesting at lower lower pricing points. So um, I'd say the Cardinals um, at home are playable here against Atlanta at 3,700, a very good spot. And, you know, that's probably what I would do in a cash lineup, something like that. Go all the way down to the Cardinals, 3700 Very fair price. 
Um, they are going to be competing with Murray, and Atlanta's QB situation is a mess. Um, Vikings at home against the Saints? Eh, no. Tennessee? Eh, no. Jacksonville? No. Detroit? No. Bucks at home? Yes. So you could play the Bucks defense against Will Levis and crew. That's an acceptable spot at 4K. Again, nothing's as good as this Dallas game. Probably going to give you 20-plus, but uh, there's that. Packers at Pittsburgh? Sure. San Francisco, yes. Browns at Baltimore, yeah. You could always play the Browns defense. Um, Saints uh, against the Vikings, hell yeah, right? I'd love for these to be home teams. I'd be much more excited about them, but they're acceptable. Steelers at home, sure. Um, not going to do this one. Seattle uh, at home against, yeah, that's okay. So there's a lot of really good Baltimore at home against um, Cleveland, yes. So there are a ton of good spots for defenses this week, like a lot of yeses. But the best yes of all is the Cowboys, if we can afford it. If we can't afford it, we'll have to work our way down. But if we can afford it, yeah. Look at Taysom Hill. Is, is this, I, I honestly, hit me up in the comment section. Taysom Hill priced at 7K. It makes it makes sense. And yet it's crazy. It's, it's, it's a, I don't even know what to think. And, but the reason it makes sense, he's such a touchdown guy. And Fandle's so, Fandle's format so favors touchdowns that, yeah, paying up 7K for a guy who could, you know, has that two touchdown upside most weeks. I guess it's acceptable. And look, I mean, he's he's made value against this number. I mean, this was GPP winning value, even if it was 7K. And these 14s and 18s were cash game value. He's made value against it, but it it's hard to pull the trigger on a guy like this. But, uh, you know, I kind of don't mind it. Andrew's in a really tough matchup. Eh, right? Um, So... Where are we going to be this week at tight end? I like Laporta here at 6,500 as well. Um, he'll need to get in the end zone to pay off on that, but it's fine. Schultz, sure, right? Ferguson, I'm going to skip it this week. I, I'm really not targeting that game. So I want to use players from games that I'm uh, I'm aggressively targeting, and that's not one of them, right? Kate Otten. Kate Otten, by the way, coming off a monster week. Monster week for Cade. This was a win you the tournament, but no one played him, so it didn't wind up in the tournament winner. But it should have won you a tournament. Um, so since we went with an expensive defense, you can't have luxuries everywhere in your lineup. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. So I'm going to plug in Trey McBreezy. It ain't easy being McBreezy as my tight end in this one. Um, you know, 5,100. There's a couple other spots, though, that are interesting, but at 5,100, again, home team, uh, Kyler Murray, probably not going to run around as much as he, you know, as as people hope, which means maybe some checkdowns or or just shots to the tight end position. I like it. He's heavily used in that offense. So give me some Trey, Mc, Trey McBride. Um, with Burrow at the helm, I could have went with Irv Smith Jr. and kept it, um, kept a little correlation there. Even... Even Schwartz from uh, uh, Schultz from the Texans would be an interesting bring back option if I was kind of building heavily around that game. So we'll keep that in mind. But again, I want to pay down at tight end. So um, Schultz was a little bit more expensive than what I'm trying to do, and and so I'm just going that way. But but again, nod to Laporta, nod to Schultz, uh, both in really good spots. Nod to Taysom for just scoring a lot of touchdowns. So that's kind of, uh, that's the mix uh, this week for me, but I like Trey McBride as a really um, strong pay down option. All right, let's jump over to the wide receiver position where unfortunately Jamar Chase has been priced up 
at a very uncomfortable level. He's got a back issue. Let's see what that says. Day to day with the back issue. We'll see about that. Um, the 9,300 is a bit of a stretch to pay for a wide receiver. It's going to hamper really our ability to make a, a, a good looking lineup at all here with 5,700 left. So I'm going to avoid that pairing for now and see where this takes us. Um, Keenan Allen, good spot uh, against Detroit. It's fine. Um, CD Lamb, not not a great spot. Again, this Dallas game is not one to target. I don't think the offense will need to be doing much. Amon Ra at 8,600 is fine. A um, little pricey for for him, but but again, that's just what we have uh, available to us this week. So we'll see how that goes. Ayuk is only somebody I'm generally going to use when there's an injury on that team. So I'm going to pass on him. Mike Evans, good spot. Touchdown scorer, that, that's okay. I don't mind this. Um, at all for, for Mike Evans, um, not for this lineup, but he's interesting. Um, Chris Olave. Okay. Um, DK Metcalf is interesting here against Washington. Metcalf hasn't done much this year, but this is that game where Seattle's offense, uh, passing offense really could do a little damage. So have a little interest there. Um, let's see as we scroll down, Deontay, not much of a fan duel guy for me. I'm going to plug in T Higgins, AKA Higgy smalls, uh, in this lineup, primarily because, if we go to chase, it's just not going to work. And I do want to have some correlation with Joe Burrow. We're going to try to get a bring back going here from Houston as well. But I wanted to have some correlation with Burrow. And Higgins got a bunch of targets last week. He's heating up a little bit. So, you know, nine, if we can get back to that eight, nine, 10 targets level, I'm cool with um, T. Higgins here. Continuing down the rabbit hole, we're getting into sort of a lower cost wide receiver tier. And um, we're going to sort of raise our eyebrow to any of these Houston spots because I am looking for that correlation play. Nico Collins, certainly in that mix, um, 6,900. What I like about Nico this week is that he didn't do it last week, right? Last week, it went to Tank Dell. It went to Dalton Schultz. It went to um, no Brown, who I also like. And I like him again this week. But um, Went to all those other guys. So what if this week is the Nico week and he we get him at lower ownership? He is really, he's not the alpha. I'm going to say he's kind of the 1A in this offense. He gets about 22% of the targets, which is not alpha level. We want 30% of the targets for an alpha wide receiver, but um, he, you know, he gets the targets and he definitely has giant upside. So I'm going to plug him in there, 62.5 remaining. We'll see how the rest of uh, the wide receiver position looks and we'll keep in mind um, certain spots. So. Tyler Lockett, sure, why not? Um, you know, it's always a guess between him and Metcalf, and you never know. Uh, but I think I think Seattle pass catcher will do well. I just, there's no way of knowing which one. Uh, there's no information out there on that. Um, Terry McLaurin, whatever, um, acceptable, but nothing that stands out. I like both of Ridley and Kirk in this matchup. I'm not sure which one to favor, but San Francisco forces you to throw, and that'll, you know, that's fine. Marquise Brown, I like him as well. Um, Marquise Brown is an alpha. He's a 30% target share guy. I don't want two pieces from Arizona in the same lineup, but this is not a bad spot. And Marquise Brown will absolutely be in my mix now that Kyler Murray is playing. I might want to kind of reserve him for my Kyler Murray lineups, but we'll see. Um, other decent spots, uh, Tank Dell, of course, could switch Collins with Dell, no problem. Um, Jahan Dotson, touchdown guy. I don't have any problem at 6,200. On FanDuel, playing a guy like Jahan Dotson, that's actually a good spot. Um, 
Quentin Johnston in this matchup can work. So a lot of people saw Quentin Johnston fail against the Jets. We knew he was going to fail. He's going up against Sauce Gardner. That, that was a very obvious one. We told you on the showdown breakdown, if you watched it, not to play chalk Quentin, Quentin Johnston. That's why I'm getting DMs of people and check my Twitter who are tweeting, tweeting me like I watch your show and I won the tournament. Thank you, right? And you're welcome, right? We, we told you to avoid Quentin Johnston chalk because he was going to be covered. Well, in this game, he's not going to be covered by um, Sauce Gardner. He's you know he's going to be wide open, and he's very cheap, and he could catch a touchdown. So I I, I kind of like Quentin Johnston as a paydown option. Let's see who else pops up. Oh, man, how Christian Watson has fallen. Sad. It's really sad. Sorry, that was my Trump. Sad. Trump impression. Um, Christian Watson. So much promise coming in. Christian Watson has harmed a lot of my season-long teams. I had a lot of hopes for him coming into the season. Maybe I was smoking the hopium. It has not worked out for him, but I still have hope for him as a player. Uh, Jameson Williams, no. Eh, you know, tournament, blah, blah, blah. Right? Has some interest here. Let's keep going down. The, the guy I like and the one I want to really mention down here in the cheap zone is Noah Brown. 5,400. So if we need a pay down option at wide receiver, Noah Brown did it last week. It does work with Joe Burrow in the same kind of lineup approach. And so here we have a Burrow, Higgins, comeback, Collins and Brown type of lineup. I think this is acceptable. Um, I, I even think that maybe even a Devin Singletary could be an acceptable um come back, bring back player in this spot as well. So if we wanted to get like a little crazy at the running back position instead, he got the volume last week, didn't do anything in a rough matchup um, last week. And this is a better matchup. So I'm going to keep him in mind, assuming that um, Pierce is out again. I just wanted to more mention him than, than anything else. So currently we have 7,100 sitting in the flex. We've gone through all of the position groups at this point. So let's just plug in a final player and see if we can make, I'm going to look around and kind of get a feel for any adjustments that could be made here. But um, yeah, I think the spot here is probably just plugging in Rashad White. I'm going to look if anybody else would be an easy sort of swap over. So again, if we wanted to do this different, so I, I like this. Rashad White fits perfectly in here, and this is a nice three running back approach, which is how I like to play DFS. Um, we could go and make one swap. I, I like White more, but if we went to Singletary, again, not my favorite running back, but YOLO, right? If we went to Singletary, then we can adjust off of either Brown or Higgins and get all the way up to Chase. So I can I could probably get to Chase. Oh, no, no, not even. It's going to be tough to get up to chase this week. Uh, but I could uh, let me put Higgins back in there. And I think I can then move up off of Brown into somebody potentially. You know, potentially more um, with more upside. I'm not going to do that. I like the original version better. But yeah, I mean, if we wanted to plug in, just punt the 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 flex spot with a cheap running back, we could, of course, you know, plug in a slightly better um, wide receiver here, Brown, Kirk, Ridley, even TMC. You know, we could do that. But I do like the way we did it before. 
because of the correlation here. So we'll go like that. We'll put in Rashad White, and we're going to call that the first look lineup for NFL Week 10. Again, you got to follow along with the channel. We're updating throughout the week. We've got the breakdowns throughout the week. Uh, of course, tournament tactics on Friday where we'll really get into um, some of the plays as ownership projections come out. As we know more, as injury news presents itself, there's probably other players that will emerge when we find out who got hurt this week and all of that. So stick around, hit that subscribe button. Make sure your notification bell is, um, you know, is uh, you hit that bell so you find out when we're putting these videos out. And of course, if you want to get signed up at DFS Army, I want to show you one more way. One more way. Let's say you're not sure you wanted to sign up, uh, up for a paid account somewhere. Hey, wh why should I pay? Like, I'll give you all the reasons to pay. Our Discord alone is worth it, right? Talk with, speaking with really sharp players, the teaching that we do, the live streams that we do every single week showing how to use the tools. You see, even in these videos, I try to really talk through the details, but we do the same thing for how to use the optimizer. And that's why we have members taking down tournaments. We don't just leave you to the wolves. We're teaching you how to use these tools. So um, this is the free month offer at DFS Army. You click right up here. You get the free month and basically sign up for any one of these sites. And they're easy. Prize Picks Sleeper. We have an awesome tool for prize picks and, and coming momentarily for Sleeper as well. So if you like these formats, um, they are great. The, the pick them games, the prop games, um, owner's box, any one of these sites, you just sign up, you make a deposit, let us know. Use our promo code. They pay for your first month. So that gets you the first month of DFS Army free. You could check us out. You could, when you sign up there, you could play those games, sign up for prize picks. Will um, you get the uh, deposit match? So you put a hundred bucks on prize picks, a hundred bucks on sleeper, hundred bucks on jock market, whatever they'll, they'll match it. So you'll have $200 to play with and you can use our sleeper or prize picks tools to crush. We have a whole team of experts that literally give you tickets for those sites. Like we don't even, it's not like DFS where we, a, we don't give out lineups in DFS army. We have our optimizer, we have projections, all the stuff, but uh, trying to win tournaments, you're not going to win by copying my lineup, for example. But with Prize Picks and Sleeper, we give you the tickets, and they're everything we do is tracked. They're going to say cash print machines, but we've been very successful, up massive numbers of units, all tracked. So sign up one of these sites and then play it. Follow along. Put your 200 bucks in there, and if it's if it doesn't work out after the month, you cancel. No harm, no foul. I won't be mad. But if you like it and you enjoy it and this is your hobby and this is what you want to do and you want to try to be good at it, you might stick around. So that's why we do it. Um, free month offer here, DFS Army, again, prize pick sleeper, jock market, whatever you want to do. Our guys are giving out tickets for these. They're telling you what they're playing and they're tracking them and they're very successful. So it's the perfect season for that because NBA is really, really great for these type of sites. Um, that will do it for the NFL Week 10 FanDuel first look. I will see you guys later in the week. Good luck this week.